0: I want you to hit me as hard as you can. She has been in a few super duper blockbusters and has made quite a few stinkers, both on the screen and in Johnny Depp's bed. Everyone in the world learned her name, Amber Heard, when she married an A-list celebrity named Johnny Depp in a marriage that would end in a highly publicized court case and $8 million in debt. So I know we've all been asking ourselves this, what the happened to Amber Heard? Well, you've lost us now. (laughs) Before we begin, I just wanna say thanks for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to click that bell to get those notifications if you enjoy notifications about this type of YouTube content. Now, it's time to get back to the show. But to truly understand what the happened to Amber Heard, we must begin at the beginning, and the beginning began when she was born on her birthday. 1986, Austin, Texas. It wasn't long before Amber Heard was appearing on screen in projects like Kenny Chesney's music video, There Goes My Life followed by supporting roles in shows like Jack and Bobby, The Mountain, and The O.C. before making her way to the big screen with minor roles in Friday Night Lights, Drop Dead Sexy, North Country, and Spin. And I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here when I say that Amber Heard is an attractive human being, person lady. She is not ugly on the outside and you know what hey don't get mad at me (laughs) it's science we must trust the science in 2021 it was reported by those scientists that we all must trust that amber heard has what is known as the golden ratio a finding by those ancient greeks to mathematically describe the beauty of things in nature and amber's face is in nature So, yeah, that mathematical perfection didn't hurt. She would often be cast as the good looking blonde bombshell in films such as Alpha Dog. And of course, her first lead role, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane, which was made in 2006 but it didn't come out until 2013 because of, you know, distribution issues. In the meantime, Amber Heard would continue to build up her resume with roles on Criminal Minds, Californication, Remember the Days, D-A-Z-E in 2007, and a short-lived teen drama on The CW called Hidden Palms. Amber Heard's first semi-hit came in 2008 in the teenage martial arts fighting flick, Never Back Down, which is either the best or the worst title ever, I can't decide. Never Back Down is starring this show's very own writer-slash-researcher Brad Hammerly as bouncer in the background of a couple of scenes. So yeah, we here at Joe Blow, we had a guy on the front lines of the beginning of Amber Heard's career. And while on set of Never Back Down, our beloved, trusted writer Bradley noticed that Miss Hurd was a bit of a diva and refused to socialize with anyone. And she also pooped in his bed, maybe, I don't know. So there you have it, an exclusive breaking story brought to you by Joe Blow and our writer-researcher Brad, who never backs down. But yeah, the film Never Back Down wasn't expected to be a box office hit. However, it did manage to turn in a small profit, so that's good, money, yay. In 2008, Amber Heard's star would continue to rise with the movie, The Informers, and she played the girlfriend of Seth Rogen, a a girlfriend who is still in high school for some reason, in the hit stoner comedy, Pineapple Express. Ending 2008 with the Breakthrough of the Year Award from the Young Hollywood Awards. And she would continue to pop up on all of those magazines for everyone to, to look at if you're into looking at that kind of stuff. Amber Heard would get solid reviews from critics when she appeared opposite David Duchovny and Demi Moore in 2009's The Joneses, with Variety saying that Amber Heard more or less steals the show. Way to go, Amber. Good, good job acting, because that's your job. This was followed by appearing as the object of Jesse Eisenberg's affection for a brief role in the hilarious film Zombieland. Of course, those critics didn't always give Amber Heard heart emojis. No, sometimes they gave her poop emojis as she would appear in several poorly reviewed limited release titles, such as Exterminators and a film called And Soon the Darkness, which she also co-produced, and a movie called The River Why followed by a trio of critical and commercial horror flops with The Stepfather, John Carpenter's The Ward, and Drive Angry opposite Nick Cage, which Roger Ebert, the guy with the thumbs, gave some sort of praise to her performance by saying that Amber Heard did absolutely everything she could with the character. That's praise, right? On the TV side of things, Amber Heard would voice herself in an episode of The Cleveland Show, appear in an episode of Top Gear, and star in a short-lived NBC series, The Playboy Club. Of course, in Hollywood, sometimes all it takes is one role to completely change your life your career, and your personal life. And for Amber Heard, that role was opposite Johnny Depp, who was returning to the world of Hunter S. Thompson in the film The Rum Diary in 2011. The film was a blink-and-you'll-miss-it affair. Failing at the box office with just $30 million off a $45 million budget, Amber Heard accepted the role after both Scarlett Johansson and Keira Knightley turned it down, having reservations over the nudity in the film. But Amber Heard didn't care about that. Of course, the film The Rum Diary has only gained in notoriety in the years since its release as it is the film where Amber Heard met Johnny Depp and their whirling romance began. At the start of this relationship, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard both had gotten out of serious relationships. Depp with the mother of his two children and Amber Heard with her longtime girlfriend, whom Amber Heard was actually arrested in 2009 for assaulting in a Seattle airport. But her ex-girlfriend has since said that it was just a verbal argument, and the police had misinterpreted and oversensationalized the incident, because Amber Heard would never assault a significant other. Amber Amber! The right the right! While their beautiful, perfect relationship was blossoming, Amber Heard would continue to appear in movies that had no lasting effect. Whether it was executive producing and starring, the mega flop Syrup in 2013, or appearing opposite Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman, and the $17 million grossing Paranoia, which I hear is pretty okay. Amber Heard would close out the year 2013 by appearing in the sequel, Machete Kills. In 2014, Amber Heard would be seen spotted around town wearing a fresh new ring on her finger, Sparking rumors that her and Mr. Depp were engaged to be married, Miss Heard could be seen opposite Kevin Costner in another forgettable big screen outing in the Mick G-directed Three Days to Kill. One movie critic called it pitiful, However, 2015 would be a very eventful year for Amber Heard, as she would appear in four films. One of those films was starring opposite the guy she was cheating on Johnny Depp with, James Franco, in a movie called Adderall Diaries. She was also in a Christopher Walken film called One More Time. The box office hit sequel, Magic Mike XXL, Extra Large and she was in the Academy Award-winning film The Danish Girl, but she wasn't the one who won the Academy Award, and she wasn't the Danish girl, either. (laughs) Yet none of those films seemed to move the needle on her career as much as the other big thing that Amber Heard did in 2015. She married Johnny Depp in a romantic private ceremony at their home in Los Angeles. And they lived happily ever after. Wait a second! I'm Did Johnny beat you, oh, you up? Okay? Stop. You. Yeah, Did Johnny brutalize you? Stop, stop, stop. It wouldn't be long before the couple would court controversy when they traveled to Australia and failed to declare their dogs they had brought, which is a violation of Australia's biosecurity laws The celebrity couple were forced to make an apology video, which those always fix everything. And their apology video is actually quite hilarious when you realize how smart assed they're being. But everything fell apart in 2016 when Amber Heard filed for divorce from Johnny Depp while filing for a restraining order claiming physical abuse, which I don't know about you, but that's that's a big no-no. But she waited to do all of this until after Johnny Depp had secured her her biggest role yet. So yeah, after appearing in another underwhelming film, I do until I don't, Amber Heard would do the superhero thing, the DCEU. She would play the love interest for Aquaman in both the Joss Whedon ruined version and the Zack Snyder corrected version of Justice League. And yeah, she's fine. She's in it. After appearing in two more mediocre films, her Smell in 2018 and London Fields in 2018, which also featured Johnny Depp, she would be nominated for Worst Actress at the Razzies for that role. But Amber Heard would get to return to the world of aquatic superpeople in a solo Aquaman adventure, marking her biggest hit ever as the film managed nearly $1.2 billion. That's billion spelled with a B. At the box office which is also spelled with a b of course the aquaman film would garner a sequel 2023's aquaman in the lost kingdom it hasn't come out yet because it's 2022 however as the facts coming out as they have about amber heard's personal life it appears that her role in the film has been heavily scaled down rumor has it she appears in less than 10 minutes of the film And why is that? Well, in 2016, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp would settle their divorce with a $7 million settlement, a settlement that Amber Heard pledged to donate to charity. However, after the 2022 defamation trial, it came to light that Amber Heard never donated a penny. In the year 2018, Amber Heard would write an op-ed where she detailed being a domestic abuse survivor. While not outright naming her ex-husband Johnny Depp, it was clear who she was talking about. But Johnny Depp maintained his innocence, and in fact claimed that it was he who was the victim of domestic violence at the hands of Heard. So Johnny Depp decided that he needed to outright clear his name and restore his reputation. And in one of the biggest celebrity trials ever, Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard to a tune of 50 million for defamation over her article. Because the dude was wrongfully kicked out of the Harry Potter and Pirates franchises. Because, you know, innocent before proven guilty means all now. During the trial, many horrible and strange things came to light. But the big takeaway was that there was zero evidence of Johnny Depp ever being physically abusive to Amber Heard. But there was a taped confession of Amber Heard admitting to abusing Johnny Depp, while also mocking him, saying that no one will believe him, a man abused by a woman. She seemed to be taking advantage of the Believe All Women Me Too movement thing. Along with Heard's own testimony that the jury would say did not come across as believable, this would result in the jury rewarding Johnny Depp over $10 million in damages, saying that Johnny Depp and his lawyers proved his case, that the article, the op-ed, written by Amber Heard, was written purposely to maliciously defame Johnny Depp, using knowingly false information. So after a long, long, horrible process that was just everywhere, on every social media constantly, it was probably a distraction from a much bigger, much more important story, but hey, it's Hollywood. That's more important than real shit. But yeah, Johnny Depp's reputation was restored. Victory was his. And we could all go back to being Johnny Depp fans again. However, Amber Heard's reputation was damaged. And the question is, how damaged? And will she ever recover? And does she deserve to? Miss Hurd would try a bit of damage control by appearing on Dateline not long after the trial. However, many people still saw a woman not taking responsibility for her actions, her horrible, shitty, literally shitty actions, and trying to play the victim. The interview was not a hit in the ratings, barely passing 2 million viewers making it the second-lowest-watched episode of the show Dateline in over seven months. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Amber Heard is a scientific beauty who used those good looks to carve out a fairly successful, if unremarkable, career by trying to elevate the stereotypical pretty girl roles. She did her best, she made waves, It was fine. You could tell that she had some potential. But her fame would reach new heights when she got involved with one of Hollywood's biggest stars. Yet it all came tumbling down like a turd in a bed. With accusations of abuse that never quite passed the smell test. Like a turd in bed. Now, with an appeal filed, the question is, can Amber Heard ever recover from such public humiliation? And if anything, we can learn a few things from Amber Heard. One of those things to learn is that if your face is mathematically perfect, you'll probably do well in life if you don't things up. And what's an example of things up? Well, you know, physically abusing your spouse. Don't fucking do that. With her last on-screen appearance in the miniseries The Stand in 2020, and her still up-in-the-air appearance in that Aquaman sequel, only time will tell exactly what the f happened to Amber Heard.